So what do you do when it seems like all hope is lost? Hey, I'm Todd with Ready Your Future, and this is another Bible devotional with a preparedness application. We've been looking at the life of Abraham, and until this time, his name is still Abram. We haven't got to the name change yet, but we've been looking at his journey into the land of Canaan and his relationship with God and where he's at. We've seen some really great things. We've seen God bless him in in really miraculous ways. We've seen him come through for family where he defended, uh, you know, Lot and was able to get him back, you know, after he was captured and and all of that. And and you can check out the other devotionals for, for all of those. But in this one, when we uh, when we read Genesis chapter 15, we're going to see a different Abram. We're going to see an Abraham who's maybe like, hey, he's at the point, like, what else is there? And so without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the Bible. We're going to be looking at Genesis chapter 15, and we're going to read about six verses here because that's enough to show us, uh, give us a little bit of idea of where Abram is right now. So... Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. Let's go ahead and start reading. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not fear, Abram. I am a shield to you. Your reward shall be great. All right, so let's just stop right there. Let me come back uh, to to the just, just to share some ideas here. God reaffirms once again to Abram that he is going to bless him, that he is going to give him a reward. Like, hey, you move from your the Chaldees all the way over here to the land of Canaan. Don't worry. I'm going to be with you. Things are going to be good. I'm going to bless you. And Abram could look around and he, he was blessed. I mean, he had plenty of servants. He had plenty of livestock. He had all of that. But let's look at what Abram responds. Let's, let's look at his response here. Verse 2 says, Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me since I am childless and the heir of my house is Eleazar of Damascus? And Abram said, Since you have given no offspring to me, one born in my house is my heir. Okay, so let me I'm gonna stop there and let's just talk a little bit about this. So Abram is like, all right, God. Thanks for the for thanks for all the blessings, right? Thanks for the 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 servants and and the livestock and my wealth and all of that. But what does all that mean if I don't have someone to be able to pass that on to? I mean, the person that's going to inherit all my wealth when I die is someone born in born in my household, but he is not really my heir. And so, I mean, God. I mean, all we th- thanks thanks for all of this, but really, I mean, it's it's. For nothing, because I'm, I'm not going to be able to go to my grave realizing that I'm going to be able to pass this off to someone else. So let's see what God says, right? Um, verse 4, Then behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This man will not be your heir, but one who will come forth from your own body. He shall be your heir. And he took him outside and said, Now look toward the heavens and count the stars, if you are able to count them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. Then he believed in the Lord, and he reckoned it to him as righteousness. So God comes back and says, Look, Abram, understand, right? You know, I understand where you're coming from, but this Eleazar of Damascus, he's not going to be your heir. One who is coming from your body. 
right? One who is coming from your body, he is going to be your heir. Now, at this point, Abram is, he's up there in age. He's seeing all his servants have kids. And, you know, we, we kind of talked a little bit about that in the last devotional, where there was people born in his own household who were able to go and, and defend, and they were able to fight. And, you know, they had that training. And so Abram is here and he's looking and he's like, look, I mean, I'm, at the, I'm getting up in age and I don't have anybody to be able to share my wealth with, to pass on my wealth. To, you know, when I think about what the future might hold, I mean, it's going to just stop and end with when I die. That's it. There's no hope there. Like, God, what, what can you give me? What more can you give me? Right. I've got all this. You know, God's saying, you're going to be blessed, Abram. But he's like, God, what more can you give me? I mean, there's, there's, you can bless me till I, you know, have all the wealth, but it's going to just, when I die, I die. That's it. And God comes back and he gives him hope. You see, and that's a very powerful thing, right? Because no, listen, Abram, uh, this Eliezer, he's not going to be the one who gets it. Uh, the one who is going to come from your own body, he is going to be your heir, now think about you know that you've been living for a long time you you've been married for a long time maybe you've tried having kids for a long time and nothing has happened and so you kind of lose hope you get to that point it's like you know okay fine at some point i'm going to die and then that's it i'm just going to die there's not going to be anything you, you know any of my legacy moving beyond that but god comes into the picture and god gives abram hope and the thing is is that abram believed that right abram didn't say okay well whatever god you know if it happens no the bible says abram believed it and it was counted to him as righteousness as being right with god because he believed that you know a lot of the times for us for as believers that hope is very important i mean as believers we're able to see this life and see where we're at and we all have you know things that happen and we you know life happens and all the crazy things that happen in this world but one of the things for believers is that we always know that there is going to be this time when we leave this world and there is another world where right? we go into to eternity we go to heaven and in that place there is no uh, there is no death. There is no crying. There's no weeping. It's perfect. It's, it's, it's everything, right, that, that we, would, we would completely want. And so we live in this world that has all this craziness, especially right now, right? All the things that are, that are up in the air, all the things that are crazy for us right now. And then we, we're able to look ahead and say, that is hope. There's hope here that this world is not all there is. This world is not all there is for me that I can't, I, I'm looking forward to that heavenly city. I'm looking forward to that new Jerusalem. I'm looking forward to heaven with, with Jesus. Um, let's look at a couple of scriptures here. Just Romans 15, 13, when Paul says this, he goes, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. You know, he's almost referencing back, like looking back at Abraham, like the God of hope, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen, as believers, we need to make sure that we are abound, abound, abounding in hope, right? That we have this hope and that is something there. And we, like I said, we go through life and, and I'm just like everyone else. I have, you know, the, the, the things that I go to work and I have to deal with people and I have to, you know, deal with, you know, utilities, deal with all the other craziness in, in, in the world. 
But it's such a great comfort to be able to say and know that there is a hope out there. So as believers, that is that is the thing. You know, when Jesus comes on the scene, that, that was the thing that he was talking about. It's like, hey, there is eternal life. It is not all about just this life right here and this world right here. There is another world. There is another life for you. One more scripture before we, uh, we before we move on. First Peter chapter one verse three. This is Peter speaking here. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to His great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You know, let me ask you, as you're as you're you know in this episode, do you have that hope? You know, that's, that's an important thing because if you don't have hope, it's very hard to carry on. It's very hard to see beyond the problems that we have. Just like Abram, it's very hard to see beyond, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to the end of my, my life and I'm dead and that's it. But when you have that hope, that changes everything. It changes everything. So as believers, we need that hope. We need to rely on that hope. We need to go back and revisit that hope and we need to be reminded of that over and over again. Look at these scriptures and, and, and pay, you know, pay close attention to them so that you live in that hope. So what's the preparedness application? As, as people who believe in preparedness and self-reliance, one of the things that we, we do is we're preparing for those emergencies. We're preparing for that time when things go sideways. And so we have hope that in that preparation that we have made, that we will come out, that our families will come out on the other side better than, than they would have if we hadn't prepared. So there's that hope, right? So we prepare and we have hope that we can have a, a, a better result in, in any kind of emergency that that might be, whether it's, you know, it's personal emergencies, whether it's, you know, uh, natural disasters that we're dealing with, or they're even the bigger ones that we talk about in the preparedness community. We prepare so that on the other side of that, there is hope. And we have hope that we, that our, our preps and the preparations can, uh, you know, will we'll give us a better result. We'll be able to recover faster and better because of those preps. I would say too, another thing here as we just a preparedness application is you've got to make sure that you have that hope completely solidified that you are a child of God. And I, I know not everybody who will listen to this, um, you know, are believers, but that is one of the most important things. That, that is the, the biggest hope that you could possibly have. Uh, when we talk about preparedness application, uh, preparing your soul is one of the most important things. So you got to have that hope. Hope is very, very important. That hope keeps Abram going for a long time. He doesn't have a kid. He's 101 years old when he has a kid. And so he's uh, way, way, you know, years down the road from here that he has this kid. But that hope that God promised, like, hey, you're going to have, you're, you know, you're going to have an heir that's going to come from your own body. That's, that's the thing that keeps him going. All right, let me pray for you. Father, I pray for my preparedness friends, and I pray that they have hope. Lord, that they have hope in you and that they have hope that this world is not all there is and they make sure that their, um, their, their, their life, their relationship with you is strong. But also the fact that we hope in the fact that our preps and the things that we prepare for, Lord, that those things are going to help us on the other side of any kind of emergency or disaster or things that we're, we're dealing with. 
We thank you and we praise you and we give you all the blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me on this episode. Listen, if you want to grow spiritually, if this is something you want to do, I'm going to have some links for you in the description and uh, you can check those out. All right. Anyway, thanks so much for hanging out with me. God bless you. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.